WVOW Local News, now. Maps of possible magisterial districts in Logan County were posted to the wall of the Logan County Commission Wednesday afternoon. I'm Aaron Stone. The Logan County Commission will meet today at 3 o'clock, and one of the action items on the Commission's agenda is the possible new map of the county's magisterial districts. Currently, Logan County is divided by western, central, and eastern districts. According to orders obtained from the Logan County Clerk's Office, the last change in boundary lines occurred 14 years ago. Residents of Tridelphia have pursued changing the map that decides where representatives of the county are from. Many residents contend that the county should be divided to include Chapmanville, Logan, and Mann as separate districts. A map presented to the commission on October 25th by Gerald Sloan, later credited to local businessman and Chapmanville area resident Richard Abraham, divided the county by north, central, and southern districts. The commissioners approved contracting West Virginia GIS Tech Center to produce several maps for the commission to consider. However, Logan County Board of Education President Jeremy Farley objected to a memorandum of understanding between the county and the Tech Center because the contract was not listed on the agenda for the meeting. Well, it would be my contention that was done in violation of the open meetings law because it did not appear on the agenda and it was acted upon, which deprived citizens the ability to, before the meeting, know that that would be acted upon. Farley has asked the commission to cease discussion of changing the map until after the 2022 election cycle. Jeremy Farley has announced his intentions to run for the open commission seat next year. Logan County Prosecutor David Wandling, acting as counsel for the commission, told commissioners the contract doesn't need to be on the agenda. Wednesday, Multiple large maps of potential districts were posted on the wall of the commission's offices and later posted online. Copies of the maps can be viewed online at WVOWradio.com. This is WVOW Logan. Are you or a loved one suffering from a chronic wound that won't heal? The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional Medical Center is here to help you. Our team of compassionate health care providers will develop a personalized care plan tailored to your individual needs. We use advanced healing techniques such as hyperbaric oxygen therapy to help you heal quickly. Call us to learn more. The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional. Healing chronic wounds so you can go back to doing the things you love. The West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources reported 1,114 additional infections of COVID-19 today. The new infections boosted the state's active cases up to 6,934. 19 additional deaths were also reported. Since the onset of the outbreak, a total of 4,717 Mountain State residents have succumbed to COVID-19. Hospitalizations in the state total 519 patients, 171 patients are in intensive care units, and 91 of those patients require a ventilator. The latest county alert map published by the West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources has 17 counties in the red zone, including Boone, Lincoln, and Mingo counties. The map measures the severity of community spread within each county. Red indicates the most severe. Orange is the second most severe, but the number one color for the state, with 22 counties orange, including Logan and Wayne. Eight counties are gold, including Wyoming and McDowell. Four counties are yellow. Four counties are green. 
According to the Logan County Health Department, on Wednesday, Logan County's active case numbers stand at 114 active cases of COVID-19. Twelve new cases were reported yesterday. Eighteen people remain hospitalized. The Chapmanville Tigers cut a ribbon on a new locker room facility Wednesday evening. The Logan County Board of Education special meeting Wednesday with a tour of Chapmanville Regional High School's new locker rooms, Chapmanville Middle School, and Chapmanville Primary. Board members conducted a ceremonial ribbon cutting along with Chapmanville athletes and athletic staff. Chapmanville High School principal Rob Dial says the facility will serve both the high school and the middle school. Something that was much needed here in the Chapmanville area for Mm -hmm. a football program to uh, expand and do well, and uh, we're just very happy to have it here. Chapmanville's athletic director, George Barker, says the facility is a welcome addition to the football program. Top notch. Got all the proper amenities for the players and the coaches and the officials and Mm -hmm. The new locker room building features offices for coaches, dressing areas for officials, a laundry and training facilities. Later in the evening at Chapmanville Middle School assistant basketball coach Josh Vance proposed to board members to consider a baseball field for Chapmanville Middle School at the location of the former East Grade School in Chapmanville. Vance says it's a constant battle to get time on Chapmanville High's field for the middle school players. He said the site of the former East Grade School would be ideal and would have plenty of parking. Vance says he called in favors from friends in order to get a site plan map made from drone pictures, and he says he has volunteers ready to do some early prep work for the future side of the field. I have guys that's ready to drop equipment free of charge and move the dirt to make it happen. Board members did not act on the proposal because it was not listed on the agenda, but did ask Vance to present cost analysis for the project at the next meeting. One of two charges involving a West Virginia state police officer has been dismissed. State police trooper James Bradford Fox was initially arrested after an alleged domestic disturbance on October 21st in Pineville. The criminal complaint in Wyoming County Magistrate Court alleged the disturbance happened on Bear Hole Road. According to the complaint, Fox and a woman were arguing on the porch of the residence when Pineville police arrived. Fox stated he was there to fight a man that wouldn't come out of the house. The woman at the residence said Fox has persisted with phone calls and continues to show up at the residence since the two broke off a relationship. She stated that Fox refused to leave and pushed her. A second man at the residence seemed to back up the woman's story. However, another witness contradicted earlier statements, said the woman opened the door and pushed Fox. Fox was later charged with domestic battery and burglary. The case was transferred from Wyoming County to Fayette County, and on Monday, a magistrate did not find probable cause to move forward with the case for burglary. Fayette County Magistrate Richard Pinnell was appointed to hear the case, and Raleigh County Assistant Prosecutor Brian Parsons was appointed as special prosecutor. Parsons has the option to bring the burglary charge to a grand jury in Wyoming County, but it's currently unknown what Parsons may do. Fox remains free on bond and is still on administrative leave pending the results of the criminal and internal investigations. A fire at Rock City Cake Company in Charleston has forced the business to close for repairs and cleaning. The fire started around midnight Tuesday night in the upstairs green room of the bakery. Charleston Fire Department extinguished and contained the flames to the 
green room. However, the sprinkler system was engaged, soaked a good portion of the business. Rock City managers posted on social media the bakery will need to be closed for a week while cleanup is underway and an electrical panel is replaced. Originally open on Stratton Street in the city of Logan, Rock City Cake Company flourished after moving to Capitol Street in Charleston. Rock City says they have acquired a commercial kitchen to fill orders for the holidays. A GoFundMe has been established to help with the effort. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. It's wet across the coal fields here and getting colder. The cold wind takes us all the way back down to 29 tonight. Now the rain will go away. But let's watch out for a slick spot here or there. In the morning Friday, if anything is damp, it could freeze with 29 degrees overnight. But then the sun comes back out. You'll just want to bring a coat, 43 to 45 and sunny Friday. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Your voice, news, sports, weather, politics, the latest information. First, WVOW and WVOWradio.com.